In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the entrance of Mary, the Mother of God, into the temple. Mary joins the ranks of those special people in Holy Scripture who were born to parents in a miraculous way. Her parents were very holy, pious people, Joachim and Anna. Joachim was a very wealthy man. He was a shepherd. He had many, many flocks. So God blessed them in many ways, and yet God withheld from them one of the most important blessings a Jewish couple could want, and that is to have children. And they suffered greatly because of this. But they lived very pious lives. They gave one-third of all of their income to the support of the temple, another third to the support of the poor, and the other third they lived off of. Very late in life, they had not given up on having children. And once, when Joachim had been going to the temple to offer his offering, and then he was rejected by the priest there because he had not given issue, he and Anna had not had any children, he was rejected, and this caused great dejection on part of both of them. Joachim went up into the mountains with his shepherds and with his sheep for a long time. He didn't want to come back down and face the people after this scene that had taken place in the temple where he had been rejected. Anna herself retreated to her garden where she likewise cried out to the Lord. She actually thought that perhaps she was not, not only childless, but might even become a widow, fearing for what might happen to her husband in his distress. But by God's grace, the angel Gabriel came to both of them at different times and announced to them that God had heard their prayers and that they would have a child. And they promised that they would dedicate that child to the Lord. And so Joachim came down from the mountain with his flocks and his shepherds. And Anna came out of the garden and they met at the golden gate and they embraced each other and rejoiced the message that God had given to both of them. And God indeed did bless them and they were able to conceive even in their old age. They conceived in a perfectly human way and they were given a child who was conceived in a perfectly human way with a perfectly human, with a, a human nature just like ours 
And it was a little girl. And they named her Mary. Now Mary's life, even though she was human just like us, her life was extraordinary. She lived with Joachim and Anna for three years and was raised just the way all babies are raised. She was in a very holy household. She was nursed by her mother for three years and experienced that love, that intimacy, that tenderness, and that holiness that came from Anna and it came from Joachim. They kept their promise to the Lord. And after three years, Mary was weaned and she was brought to the temple. It was a great occasion. It was, it was a great procession. Many of their kinsfolk came with them. The young maidens, the virgins, were carrying candles. And they made the journey. It was a three-day journey, but it was made with joy and happiness and anticipation. So they brought her to the temple and set her on the first step. Huge, 15 steps going up into the temple. They set her on the first step, and then she ran up the other steps by herself and was received by Zacharias, the high priest, and he did something unprecedented, totally extraordinary and different and unusual. He led her into the temple, into the Holy of Holies, all the way into that high place that only the high priest could go, and only that once a year. He led her into that place. St. Theophylact of Ocrid says that Zacharias was, quote, out of himself and moved by God when he led the virgin into the chief place in the temple beyond the second curtain. Otherwise, there could be no explanation of his action. Some people wrongly teach that Mary had an immaculate conception, that she was conceived without original sin, without the fallen human nature that we all have. But that is not true. She received a human nature like ours, but she did not receive a childhood like ours. Her childhood was totally different than what most of us experience. She lived in the temple from the age of three to the age of 12. And her whole hot life was consumed by the love of God and the pursuit of holiness. And at the age of 12, she wished that she could stay there. And she took a vow of perpetual virginity. However, because it was not the custom, contrary to the law and Israelite custom, she was confided at the age of 12 
to St. Joseph. In other words, she had to leave the temple. But she continued in her prayerfulness, her watchfulness, and her virginity. And under the care and the cover of an elderly kinsman, Joseph, and the cover of betrothal, she continued to live out this holy life this life of great holiness and sanctity. And it was not long after that that the angel Gabriel appeared to her to announce the fact that she would give birth someday to the Son of God. We celebrate this great event in the life of the church this great chapter in the history of our salvation. And we see how greatly God took care preparing for his son to be born. He did not just randomly pick any person. And he didn't do it in a casual way or without great preparation and providence. Everything about Mary and her parents and her childhood was all designed by God and offered to humanity through Joachim and Anna and Mary. They had to participate in his will. They freely entered into this drama and they participated in it. And all of this was to prepare her for this great ministry of bringing Christ into the world, the Incarnation, which we will celebrate on December 25th. So let us call Mary blessed, and let us rejoice in her life. Let us think about her childhood, and let us strive in our own lives, in all of our circumstances, to have that same desire for holiness which she had. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Amen.